are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And check out our brand new Patreon page for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto. Ulysses, today is the day. I feel like I've got to pinch myself. It's almost like I can't believe. It's almost surreal that the Rays are in the World Series tonight, 8 p.m., 8.07 p.m., whatever it is. We're going to have World Series baseball between the Rays and the Dodgers. I am pumped. I am pumped up for it. If if you're a Rays fan, you should uh, watch the the replay of 2008 to get you pumped up that yes. Boston Red Sox series, that game seven with David Price on the mound, if you want to really get pumped up. Uh, but yeah, man, this is exciting for any baseball fan. The world series is the thing for the players is the thing. Uh, I listened to Willie Adamas's, uh, uh, you know, talking to the media and he is hyped up. I mean, Willie is such a cool dude. And, uh, he he gets it, man, and it, and yeah. that's really cool to to know that uh, a player that you root for gets it and gets the stage that he's on, and so yeah, pumped. That's a great point you made about the 08 World Series. I got to go back to YouTube and watch some grainy video, <laughs> sort of pre HD or whatever's yeah. on YouTube. I don't think is as good quality as what we have nowadays in 2020. But just watch some of those. Okay, I remember. Wasn't like Eric Hinsky on that team. Like there were just yeah. so many like obscure names yeah. that I got to go back and, and reminisce on. For You're gonna sure. see Andy Sonnenstein on the uh, on the dugout just like flipping out when David Price doesn't get a call and he walks Jason Bay. It's 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 great. It's great to watch if you're a race Good fan. stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, before we dive into tonight's game in the series as a whole. Uh, we got sort of a rundown from our counterparts at Locked On Dodgers, Jeff and Vince from the Locked On Dodgers podcast. Uh, give us an update on the team's strengths, weaknesses, mm-hmm. and just what to watch from this team. I'll tell you right now in this uh, six, seven minute clip, um, they like their team. They like yes. their team. I mean, <laughs> I guess they're the 27 Yankees. They're the, the Mariners team that won 160 ball games right. 20 years ago or whatever it is. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. But I think they're, they're pretty confident about this upcoming series. I'll just leave it at that before we get into that audio. I think when you get uh, you know three out of the four World Series in, in, in four years, I mean, you feel pretty confident. They like yeah. their team. But, uh, you know, let, let's listen in to, to what they've got to say and so we can learn a little bit more about the Dodgers. Without further ado, here's Jeff and Vince. Hey, Locked On Rays fans. This is Vince Samperio of Chavez Ravine Fiends and Locked On Dodgers here with Jeff Snyder, also of Locked On Dodgers, obviously. And we're here to, to talk about the Dodgers. They are taking on your Rays in the World Series. Congrats to your team, first and foremost. Good luck to your team, second 
and let's get into it. We're going to talk about some strengths of the Dodgers, weaknesses of the Dodgers, uh, how they can win this series, and a player that will stand out, and maybe give you guys a little bit insight into the Dodgers if you don't know about them. So, Jeff, uh, welcome, and you're here to start us off with the strengths of the Dodgers. Yeah, good luck to you guys, but not too good luck. Let's not get carried away here. Uh, I hope you're sad this week. I like you and respect you, but uh, I don't want you to be too happy this week. But let's talk about the Dodgers' strengths. Uh, really, their, their strengths boil down to uh, pitching, hitting, and defense. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. The Dodgers are a really good team. Uh, they had the best ERA in baseball. They had the most runs scored in baseball, and they had the most defensive runs saved in baseball. So they can do it all. And really, though, what it's going to come down to is the offense, because as you guys know, the Rays have really, really good pitching. And so it's going to come down to a question of whether good hitting can beat good pitching. And the Dodgers have good pitching, too. Uh, And so on that side, uh, I'm not as worried about obviously I'm worried about Randy Rosarena, since apparently he's the best player in baseball history. Uh, But uh, overall, I think the Dodgers have the edge offensively, but the Rays have very good pitching, uh, starting pitching and relief pitching, as you guys know, maybe not the starting depth, but, uh, but their top of their starting rotation is very, very good. And their rotation is awesome, or their bullpen is awesome. So, uh, really it's going to come down to if the Dodgers offense clicks, then they're in good shape, uh, because that is their most notable strength in this series. Vince, tell us about some of the, the Dodgers weaknesses. Yeah, weaknesses for the Dodgers, none. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They they can have potential weaknesses. Obviously, they're not as weak as some other teams. But I think, like you said, hitting is going to be the main factor. We've seen the Dodgers' bats go quiet as Dodger fans. A lot of the, the last eight years in the postseason and even the first few games of the Braves series. So, you know, they, they can go really hot, really cold. And when they're cold, they're really cold. Mookie Betts had a bad series last series on at the plate, and he needs to pick it up in order to get the Dodgers going. And I think the other part is the Dodgers' back end of the bullpen is is more secure maybe than it was heading into the NLCS with, with Kenley Jansen having a couple good appearances. But he's still not quite the guy that maybe you want closing out tight games. And then they have to move around a bunch of other guys. So I think that 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 may be the the biggest weakness is uh, Kenley Jansen's maybe not specifically at the moment, but the moving parts because he's not as dominant as he was before. All right, Jeff, how are the Dodgers going to win this series? If the Dodgers win this series, it's going to be because most of their players played basically up to their capabilities. The Dodgers have very good hitters and very good pitchers. And they've lost two World Series in the last three years, as you know. And the reason is because guys did not perform. Also, you may have heard one of the teams cheated, at least one of the teams cheated. Uh, But, you know, from the Dodgers side, they had guys who didn't perform. Cody Bellinger had struggled in the postseason. Different guys, obviously, Clayton Kershaw's postseason struggles are well documented. So guys have struggled. And what they need is most of them to play mostly – to their capabilities. They don't have to play over their heads. Nobody needs to be amazing because 
the Rays are a very, very good team. The Dodgers are a little bit better. And so if the Dodgers play as well as they can, they're going to win this series. And so that means they need Cody Bellinger to step up. They need Corey Seager to keep hitting. They need Mookie Betts to step up a little bit on the offensive side, keep playing great defense. You know, uh, Will Smith, some of his hard hit balls maybe start falling for hits. Max Muncy uh, picks it up a little bit. Just, you know, they just basically need their guys to do what they can do on the offensive side. And then they need health from Clayton Kershaw and Walker Bueller and solid pitching performances. Uh, just, just if nobody really poops the bed, as they say, then everything should be fine. Uh, but Clayton Kershaw's back and Walker Bueller's fingers are definitely question marks. And that's uh, in order for the Dodgers to win this series, they probably need Kershaw's back and Bueller's fingers to be healthy and then just play their game and everything should be fine from a Dodger standpoint, which, as you know, is bad for a Rays fan standpoint. And I'm sorry for that. Uh, but I, I, I'm really excited for this series, regardless of just as a baseball fan, this should be a really, really good series because this is the two best teams in baseball playing against each other. And if you love baseball, you love good baseball, then it's hard not to love this series. So I'm excited for it. And while I hope that my team comes out victorious, uh, it should be a fun series either way. So Vince, tell us uh, who's going to be difference makers for the Dodgers. Yeah, you can pretty much go up and down the roster and pick probably about 20 of the 28 players that can be an X factor. But I think for me, it's going to be Dustin May, the hard throwing right handed redhead that struggled a lot in the NLCS didn't, you know, didn't do his what they expected from him, uh, even struggled in game seven when he got to start, struggled in game five when he got to start. And I think he's going to be the key, the key to the series because they they need to get some innings from him, whether it's in the in relief or in bulk or as a starter, whatever it is, they needed him to provide it because he is one of their better pitchers and has the, you know, probably one or two best stuff on the team. And I don't know if they can make it through with him having the performance he did in the last round. Julio Urias and Tony Gonsolin, two other young guys that will probably start or pitch in bulk this series. I, I have a little more faith in them, Dustin May. Uh, I think he's the guy that's going to swing this series. All right, that'll do it for this little preview that we gave to you guys. Uh, like I said, good luck to the Rays. Not too much good luck. And here's to a good series. Uh, have a good one, guys. Kevin, if I'm having some car issues during this World Series and I got to get home, but I got to get my parts and I got to get them cheap, where do I go? Oh, there's only one place to go, and that is rockauto.com. Very good. Very good, Ulysses. Rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Make sure you go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts it just doesn't make sense it doesn't uh, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you 
amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. This is a little inside joke here, but uh, I think uh, some of my coworkers at my quote-unquote real job could use rockauto.com right now. I mean, the cars are going down left and right. It's it's unbelievable. Like they're NASCAR racing and, and they need tire changes and I I don't know. They they need some help. I I'm going to e- I'm going to send a blast email to the to all 15 employees at my real job. Go to rockauto.com, fix Rock your Auto. damn car, all right? Yeah. Do hey, it. you, you- you need to get to 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 your job, your 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 store, anything. Go to RockAuto.com. You got to go home before. You got to get some snacks. Go to RockAuto.com and write, of course, locked on on the box to tell them that we sent you. Yes, very good, very good. So, okay, we heard from Jeff and Vince on the twenty seven Yankees. I mean the the Dodgers. Sorry about that. The twenty twenty <laughs> Dodgers. Ulysses, how are you feeling about this series? How are you uh, feeling? What's your kind of initial? reaction emotion coming off a very oh very stress inducing uh alcs and quite frankly alds right now but well i'm i'm gonna need some suggestions first of all from locked on listeners on what to do when you're stressed because i think i've done it all i cannot chew my nails anymore i've got none i've got knuckles okay so the the blanket it's in the dryer so I can't I can't touch it right now. It's going to be in the washing machine for the whole day. And, and at pacing, I mean, I can only pace so much. So I'm going to need some other alternatives. So with this, I'm saying I am very, very nervous. I am excited but nervous because this is a good team. I know that the Dodgers yes. may, might sound a little bit cocky with, with what they've got, seeing as they have no rings to show. That but they're true. still a good team. They're still a good team. And, but the Rays are not that are not in the world series by you know randomness they're yes. a, a really good team too and it's not because they 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 have a a lineup like the, the dodgers might have but it's the, the sum of the parts it's 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 just an amazing thing it can be one day margot it another day it can be hunter renfro with a pinch hit double and, and an amazing catch that seals the deal that's why the rays do it differently and, and i think that's what has me excited, but also has me a little bit nervous. Would you agree that all the pressure seemingly in the world is on the Dodgers to wrap this thing up? You've yeah. been to three of the last four. You don't have one to show for it. Maybe some of that's cheating, of course. Right. And this this Dodgers that, what are they, won 20 National League pennants or something like that? Yeah. Like They have been on top for a while. They are one of the blue bloods of Major League Baseball. And if they, they lose another one right they, they fall to those pesky low budget rays like where do they even go from there so and I let's remember yeah. like this is look the dodgers and the rays both very good very elite teams this year in their respective fashions but you know it wasn't like the dodgers just ran through atlanta ah four games or generally right. sweep it took them seven seven strong down to mm-hmm. the wire and we a saw, comeback win in Game yes. 7. A comeback win. They were losing in the 5th or 6th inning. And we saw some of the... We saw maybe some of that pitching staff showing some that they're human, that they're mortal, that yeah. they can they can be hit or walked around at times. Like, I, I, I look back and I, I dove into the NLCS. And look, for example, Game 1, Walker Bueller, five walks and five innings pitched. 
Blake Trinan, three earned runs in a third of an inning. Game two, Gonsolin, five earned runs, three walks, and four and a third. Clayton Kershaw, game five, four earned runs, seven hits, and five innings pitched. Gratterall, three earned runs in a third of an inning. Dustin May has shown his wildness. I mean, the the, the bullpen has been very shaky. Yes, yes. They're hittable. And, and so, I, again, I, I think if you look at the at the components, the pitching, I think the Rays take the edge there. And and, mm-hmm. and, and so the stable takes the edge there. But it's 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 the it's the hitters. I I said I believe I took the Braves over, over the Reds because of their hitting, and you said, hey, pitching quiets down the bats. That wasn't right. the case in in that series. Now in this series, that's exactly what you want to see: is that the Rays pitching does do their thing, and it all be it all starts. Uh, I think with Blake. I know he's not going for game one. I think he's slated for game two. I think Blake is the key here. And I know that it's game two and not game one. But if Blake right. is the 2018 Blake and maybe a little bit worse than 2018, but if he's able to to capture that essence where he showed in this postseason with the Blue Jays, he took a no hitter in the six. I mean, he was he was rolling. So if he is able to command that high fastball and also work that curveball, work that slider on the right foot uh, on the back foot of, of right handed hitters. It's it's going to be tough for any lineup to touch Blake. So yeah. I think he's actually the key here. It's not Charlie. It's not Tyler. It's going to be Blake. Yeah, I think Blake is definitely a component of that and really just how Kevin Cash mixes and matches all of his pitchers throughout this series. I think having those days off built in, really, hey, you can run out Nick Anderson or whoever mm-hmm. you feel you have the most confidence in you can run them out consistently and repetitively without totally wearing them out. And look, uh, yes, th- let's acknowledge the Dodgers are a slugging lineup. They're a better hitting yeah. team than the Rays. But are they that much or any better necessarily than what the Rays have already faced in the Yankees and the Astros? Good like, point. really, at the end of the day, if you want to look at just the postseason numbers, I mean, it's Yankees, Dodgers, Astros just kind of, I mean, it's 1A, 1B, 1C. If you wouldn't that, that have been the projected power rankings before yeah. the season, maybe the Yankees, Houston and, and Dodgers at the top there with, with how with their offensive prowess. So I don't think you're, you know, uh, off by any means here. It, 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 they've shown that they can beat those teams. Yes. In five games out of five right. in seven games out of seven. Well, you know what? If the Rays end up winning in seven, I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that except for Dodger fans. I think, again, I say this at every podcast for the last three weeks. Right. I do not care about style. I do not care of how it looks. I really do not. I, I, I care. A win less. is a win is a win is a win. That's that's your book, right? Win 10 to 9 with Brasso pitching and in the ninth and, and ha- make five errors. I do not care. What I care is about the W. Okay? Because yeah. you, you can play a really clean game and, and, and get beat. I, I don't want that. You can say Framber Valdez and Lance McCullers Juniors outperform Ray starting pitching in game one and two of the ALCS. They got losses out of that. So right. I don't care about style right now. This is about winning. You know, it's interesting. And you mentioned like you don't care if the Rays win 10 to nine. And at the end of the day, I don't either. That that is one thing I think is going to be key, though, for the Rays is keeping the scores in check. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't mm-hmm. think they can get into a run scoring fest no. with the Dodgers or any team. If you look at it, 
the Rays, look, if, if they're 4-3 games, 3-2 games, that's that's sort of the Rays' wheelhouse there. 4-2, 5-1. Yes. And you're like, five runs? That's awesome. Uh, man, look at five <laughs> runs. Oh my! I mean, look, let's acknowledge the Rays hit 209 this postseason, 295 on base percentage, 407 slug, 150 strikeouts throughout this postseason. Next closest that. was the Braves with 127, by the way. Not even that, Kevin, but if you take out the, the Cuban Rocket, A-Roz, Chef Randy, the Raz, the Unicorn, however yeah. you call him, you take him out of the, uh, uh, of the lineup, the team is hitting 184. 184 is not going to get it. So what do you expect? Well, you got to hope that the All-Stars and Brendan Lau and Austin Meadows wake up suddenly from the dead. They arise. Right. Look, Meadows, clutch home run. L- love you for that. Wake up. Wake up in the keep world Keep waking series. up. Yeah, keep waking up. There you go. That's even better. Brendan Lapp, we saw long fly outs to the opposite field, to left field. That's a good sign. I'm Look, I'm grasping. You might, If you're listening to this, you might think, well, he's grasping off fly ball. Yes, I am. Because when you're four for 45, you, you start to think, okay, well, you've you got to grab some positives out of somewhere. So that's a positive. If those two guys wake up, I don't see how it becomes a runaway for the Dodgers. I really don't. Right. You know what's interesting? And I just read off the Rays postseason batting line. They actually lead all postseason teams in home runs with 25. And you wonder, like you expect some regression to the mean from A-Roz, Margot, Zanino. But then again, you maybe expect some uptick from Meadows and Lau. So maybe it equals out. Like if you can do 24, I, I don't. 25. We've got 20, 25. 25, yeah. So 33% has been by Randy? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> yes, if if your math is correct on that. So, And I don't wow. think you can expect That's Randy amazing. to hit another five, six, or you know, four, <laughs> however many home runs yeah. you need him to hit. You need other guys to step up and pick it up. But, um, you know, so many of those have been. I, I think it's one of those things, too, where the Rays also, I'd like to – and I don't know if there's a reason why they haven't really done this is, and we saw it towards the end of the regular season, be aggressive on the base pass, especially yes. if you have the lead. If you have a one run lead, try to get that extra run, try to whichever way you can. And maybe you can get a sacrifice fly or a fielder's choice and whatever manufacturer. Do you think that's a an analytics? Uh, do you think that they've said, okay, no, that's good in the regular season because you have so many games to play and you can, you know, right. roll the dice, but uh, maybe you can't do that when it's only a three-game series, a five-game series. Yeah. Like maybe there, there's some analytics behind this. I, I think there's a philosophy that it's hard to string together a lot of good at-bats and good hits against really good playoff pitching. I okay. think that's part of it. But I feel like if you're a major leaguer and you've got speed, you should at least be taught how to bunt. Or if you're a power yes. hitter, you should at least be, okay, we don't just – Send it in the outfield and let Randy Arozarena score from third. Like exactly. things like that, I think. And That's why the Zunino fly out for a sacrifice fly yes. was so amazing to watch because you're like, not only was it Zunino being productive without hitting a home run, but but the tagging by Jiman Choi. It, it wasn't Randy. It wasn't Manny Margot on third. It was Jiman Choi. That's exactly the types of runs that this team you want to see because the home runs that's an impressive stat i did not know that they let yeah. all, all teams in, in oh, i've got another impressive runs. stat for you too hit Look, me 
if the Rays are up, and I'm sure you've heard this one before. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Look, all the all the Rays need to do is have a lead by the sixth inning. Yeah. By the sixth inning, they're good. If it's a, a one-run, two-run lead, because the Rays are 36-1, and 33-0, and 40-0 and when leading after six, seven, and eight innings, respectively. So really, the Dodgers, if you want to look at it, You've got you've got six innings. Yeah, you've got eighteen outs. If you want to look at it that way, maybe well, I, I want to look at it that way yeah. because then that would make it very <laughs> a, a very nice evening for all as race fans. Is if they have a lead after the six, you can breathe a little bit easier. That doesn't mean that it's over for God's sakes because it's the World Series and it's the Dodgers and yes. they they think of themselves as the twenty seven Yankees. And you know what? Let them because they they've shown that they're a good team, but you know, finish it off. And I think this is going to be a very exciting game. Tyler Glass. Now, how do you feel with glass now getting the start? Do you feel like he's the right kind of guy to get the ball rolling for, for, for Look, the race I, here? Yeah, I think really, it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's either, it was either going to be glass now, Snell more like I really, I'm comfortable with either one of those guys and the, the days of rest worked out. Um, look, I don't know if I don't really have over unders today, but I think it's going to be one of those things where two times the order probably and, you know, right. maybe a little bit of a third and then they're going to go to that bullpen. I, I don't see him, you know, do. Hey, pitch, pitch four or five really good ones for us and go from there. Now, they do have again, a, 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 lot of, a lot of lefty. So I don't know how much Tyler Glasnow is, is being given right. of the leash. But, yeah, that, that's interesting. If he's rolling maybe that third time through the, the, the lineup, he might. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to take that back. I think they're going to be incredibly aggressive like they've been. And if even if Tyler Glass, Glass now has let in two hits and a, and a walk, yes. and he's about to begin the six, and he lets in a, a blooper behind yeah. second base, he's out. He's out yes. of the ballgame. And they've, they've showed that with Blake Snell. They've showed that with Charlie Morton, I think. Yeah. So it's one of those things to, to keep an eye on for sure. Hey, let, let's, let's go ahead and, and do this. So your prediction for this series how, how long it's going to go and who's going to win. Oh, man. It's that time of the podcast. Okay. It's got to be. Yeah. Oof. Um, okay. Obviously, let's go race. And I do not want a game seven. So I'm going to say raise in six. That's also what I have. Raise okay. in six. I think the sooner, and I heard this, I can't remember who said it, but somebody on MLB Network Radio said it behooves the Rays to, obviously, you want to get ahead early and win games, right. win, you know, win game one, two, three, four, whatever it is. Yeah, but that would be nice. Before, <laughs> yes, yes, that would be nice, certainly. But preventing the Dodgers from getting a third look at your bullpen, getting that third look at Nick Anderson and Diego Castillo and Pete Fairbanks, the, the sooner that... The, the deeper this goes, that may be where the Do- okay the Dodgers Good professional yeah. hitters have seen so many. Look, okay, this is our second, third time seeing these guys. We can put bat to ball here and get this done. So over or under, how many times per game? I'm gonna set this at three. Over under, we hear the words "professional hitter" by the announcers by Joe. Per Buck. game, per game, per game, three professional hitter. Ooh, I'll take the over. I'll say four okay. because I'll, I think him coming off of he's got a lot on his plate right now between uh, working NFL. the NFL. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's probably run out of words, his vocabulary. He didn't have time <laughs> to shape it up. 
That and, uh, you know, he's, he's had a is couple it, snafus recently. If you Google him and uh, Troy Aikman's name, but that's neither here nor there. But, yes, I, will I think I'll, the I'll take the over there. Yeah. So uh, uh, Is no, Joe Buck going John Smoltz? Do you know if, uh, if John Smoltz is working it? I have no idea quite. I have no idea. I, I just know it's Joe Buck, obviously. You know, that's the guy we grew up. It's uh, always, it's got, if it's on Fox, it's going to be Joe Buck. It's going to be Joe. Yeah. Right now. So, yeah. So, uh, it's funny. Yeah, we both agree. Raisin six. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Big question. And then, look, I'm going to surprise you a little bit. I, I've got, I think I'm going to close out the show on a positive note and, and maybe, maybe make you and the listeners laugh. I got some roast for the Dodgers. I'm about to roast some Dodgers after we give our World Series MVP. But, yes. okay, World Series MVP is dot, dot, dot. Who will that be, Ulysses? Man, I'm going to go with the guy that I said was the key. Balake, Snellzilla, okay. Blake Snell is going to be the World Series MVP. So he's going to, you believe he'll get two starts then, yes. I guess? And then that, that second one on, I guess it would be game six, where if they've got the Correct. days off and everything. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. That's very yeah. good. Hey, I like it. I'm going with, do you want to take a, a guess at who I'm going to choose? I'll tell you it's a hitter. Okay, I think you're going to go with... Your boy. I mean, I, you're a loyal friend. You're a loyal yes. podcaster. You're going to go with your guy. Bam, bam. You're going to go with Bilal. Wow, you know me so well. I absolutely, I have it written down here. Brandon <laughs> Lau. Look, new environment, playing in front of fans. Showed a couple flashes. Not many, but a couple in the yeah. ALCS that he can build on. Of course, the big thing is just not, not chasing at so much junk and breaking balls yes. outside the zone with two strikes because once he gets two strikes, that's when he's really opened it up there and caused problems. But I'm going to go, look, Brandon Lau, there's a reason the Rays gave him a, a, a fat contract, a long-term contract. There's a reason he was – he is a great player. He was great in the regular season, and he's been shown to have some major slumps. But the way he comes out of those slumps – is equally imp- like he's like a Roz when he comes yeah. out of a slump and starts hitting. So that that's my pick. Brandon Lau starting to heat up a little bit. Like um, okay. So can I, can I roast some Dodgers pitchers here? Look, we, we gotta, we gotta before you do a, that, I, I yes. want everybody to, if you're an office fan, just, this is Michael Scott entering the office and just going, what is it? Boom. Roasted. There we go. Yes. Boom. boom roasted. roasted. Yes. Okay. Let's go here. Kershaw. I'm going to call him the Heimlich. Playoff <laughs> Heimlich. Boom. Roasted. There you go. Walker Bueller. Skinny jeans. Boom. Roasted. Boom, roasted. Dustin May. Annie. Is he in the next production of Annie? <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Tony Gonsolin. He should be performing bad cover songs at a dive bar right now. Boom. <laughs> Boom roasted. roasted. That's all I got. That's beautiful. Is that, That's is that beautiful. not accurate for those guys, though? Yeah. And, and uh, I hope he doesn't gra- come back to bite me, though, and those guys just throw, like, shutouts after shutout after shutout. And Brewster Gratterall, uh, learn when to celebrate. It's not when That's you almost one. gave up a home run. It's, That's not the time to celebrate. Learn how to celebrate. Learn when to celebrate. Boom. Roasted. Boom. Roasted. On that note, be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash raiseunfiltered. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB Prospects. Also, listen to Locked on MLB. Ulysses was a guest with uh, Soli, right? Yeah, and uh, 
and Jeff Snyder from uh, Locked On Dodgers. So we got into a, a good groove there. So hope you guys check it out. Yeah, be sure to check that out. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.